0: Welcome to Frankly Speaking. I'm your host, Andrew Powell. Today, we are joined by Anatox Global Technical Director, Dr. Francisco Dominguez, to discuss the impact of swine viruses on the industry.
1: Uh, good morning, Andrew.
0: How does ASF and PDV affect pork producers in the long run?
1: So, uh, actually, uh, we understand uh, those uh, pathogens have, have been very challenging for our industry during the last uh, several years. Uh, Let's say uh, we're focusing this conversation mainly regarding BD and ASF. So let's start um, uh, with BD, the first one that is starting hurting the industry already since 2013, 14. Uh, We understand that when the systems uh, break with uh, such uh, disease, uh, we first thing we know we are gonna we are gonna end with uh, 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 massive financial losses. Uh, then we must understand uh, in the soil level, the sow, in the soil farms we're gonna we may uh, have a very uh, important decrease in in production. So we understand that we have increased mortality of. For the pellets, we're going to have a decreased performance, reproductive performance from the south sides. So usually we say, uh, the, we say average, we're going to lose one month of pellet production. So that really impacts uh, uh, massively in, in the on the financial losses. Uh, on the fattening side, in the grower nursery grower side. Uh, side, we understand uh, you not be different because those piglets placed after those breaks, you perform very poorly. So then for sure ADG compromised, the same uh, for FCR and very, very uh, high mortality as well. So that's uh, this is, so that this disease impacted really uh, negative in our system. So regarding ESF, is a different subject because uh, we know um uh, by the uh, regulations, we must uh, depop the farm when you break with that. So then for sure, the financial loss would be way, way higher than uh, when we manage uh, uh, PD breaks, right? So uh, so that's, I think that's clear that we must uh, do our best to keep those viruses out of our farms to avoid those um, uh, massive uh, financial losses.
0: So what can be done to mitigate the risk of these viruses? <laughs>
1: So actually, uh, I think uh, the market has been uh, learning a lot uh, from these uh, breaks and these challenges. So uh, we understand that uh, one thing is priority, biosecurity. We must focus in biosecurity. Uh, but when you say about security, something very complex, complex on in two different ways. First, uh, not every, everybody's everybody is aware of that. Several people still need to get acquainted of it, and uh, and and buy it by heart. Uh, another way is to understand that we. Uh, the biosecurity will not work in one in just one of in one of the layers of your system we must use the biosecurity as a whole so we're starting for instance for the raw materials receiving understanding where those raw materials are coming from what are the risky raw materials that we have so then uh, mitigating uh those those um, possible possible risks at the arrival of those mm-hmm. raw materials at our feeding meal. Inside of the feeding meal, the same thing. So you must understand, uh, we learned already uh, that uh, only the heat treatment, for instance, even for those systems that uh, pellet the feed, so you know, the, the, the heat treatment will not be enough to mitigate those virus in different situations. Some new publications are coming and we can see it's written definitely uh, is, is not enough. It's very risky to rely on it in these uh, two. So for sure, we must then uh, understand that uh, we must use a feed mitigates. So I think the industry is already right on that. I think everybody recognized that. That's a matter of uh, uh, each one understand uh, what um, kind of um, mitigation process to fit their business, their situation. But definitely we must uh, go for that. So then uh, going from the feeding mill, uh, we go to, to the farms. So we understand that uh, biosecurity is so important we must keep the virus out so these uh, re- uh usually take uh, it's a long it's a long run uh project in each uh, in each system because you know we have different people involved in that uh, different um factors involving that since transportation, uh, uh, visitors, so on and so forth, so so tools, equipment that we bring to these farms, so on and so forth. Then we really need to to do our best to to educate the people and to implement the SOPs and work instructions that are needed to keep up with the proper biosecurity on those farms. So... um, then uh, with that said, we, we can uh, also understand that transportation is so important. So we must understand uh, where we 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 wash our trucks, uh, what we do, what the procedures are. So uh, also the same way uh, when we segregate our trucks, we must understand that uh, our trucks, uh, we must control the flows of it when you're going to send those trucks for south farms, for instance, or nursery. And then the trucks that visit the lorry house should be completely different pattern of, uh, of flow. So that's important uh, to 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 focus on that.
0: What should every comprehensive swine biosecurity program include?
1: So let's say I think uh, uh, we all are uh, very aware of that, that uh, we must have the biosecurity. Actually, we can say that uh, we divide in three, in two or three. Some people say two, that's called exclusion and then biocontainment. Uh, but some people say three points that would be exclusion, biocontainment and also biomanagement. So those three layers, those Three points should really make uh, clear what how we must uh, uh, implement uh, the biosecurity system. Just uh, going through a few more details. So when you say by exclusion, so is that's uh, that's everything. That all of the efforts that we do to keep the disease out of our farm, so avoiding those um, pathogens to get it to enter entering our farms. So. Um, when you say biocontainment is another point very, very important because we means that uh, when you get hit by the disease, we must try to keep this disease in one location if that's inside of the barn, inside of the farm, so avoiding that the disease spread quickly within the farm. But at the same time, when you say biocontainment out also works for our neighborhood. So if you have one farm hit, we must make sure that we try to contain the disease in there. Because also if our neighbor gets hit so that can be even uh, can the, the, the time to get, to get that disease out of that uh, area can be way longer than uh, we could manage so uh, and then when you say bio management actually that has been the largest in in Asia mainly uh, you, uh, since they start um, Doing active culling in the south farms to get rid of ASF, to get con- to get the ASF uh, controlled inside of the farms. So that means we try to keep that specific disease in a location in the barn, so avoiding that that, that disease spread quickly across the barn and 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 for sure afterwards across the farm. So that bio management may include any. Local disinfection around of those those animals, contaminated animals. Also, the, the move, the people movement in, in that location, and uh, for sure tools and equipment, so on and so forth. Yeah.
0: What kind of technologies are producers leaning on to further support their biosecurity? And are there any differences among the different production regions? <laughs>
1: Oh, definitely, definitely. So lately, we we have been learning lots of new technologies. Um, uh, That's uh, that that's coming. So we know that uh, Asia Pacific, you know, do the big challenge they have had lately with CSF. Mm -hmm. So they are moving further with those uh, new technologies. We can say these technologies mostly, or they are trying to track people inside of the farms or outside of the farms or in the surrounds of the farm, or they're really trying to record and prevent any um, uh, bricks inside or outside of the farms. So in Asia, for instance, is spreading around the the digital biosecurity, you can call it like that. So where we have a very uh, powerful cameras, we see some people say AI cameras uh, with um, these very... Um, uh, developed software hardware uh, and uh and with very developed softwares where may help us to, to 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 do this proper service twenty four seven on those farms, so that tech, this kind of technology goes, since uh, controlling the way that the individual you take shower, I mean, uh, they can control how how long uh, people uh, stay in the shower under the water and exactly the location where that person is inside of the the. Um The 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 shower, so and then it also go through all of the controls regarding, for instance, the color of the overalls that from the different sections in the farm. So making sure that people does not go through uh, those uh, different sections and take the disease, the disease or even the the contaminants uh, uh, across the layers that we have inside of the farms. So the same way, if if people can use boots, they can. If they don't, uh, if they skip that, if they don't. uh, shower the hands, for instance, uh, mm-hmm. so on and so forth. So those are very powerful technology. And the most important thing is, uh, we know if you have a normal uh, uh, CCTV system, we must have someone watching that uh whole time, twenty seven, if you know, that will never work. And this new uh, digital biosecurity system or surveillance that's coming, that uh, the the system will alarm you send alarms or inform the supervisors or responsibles right away so regarding those birds, so i would say this uh, is uh, one technology i trust that will that will spread uh, across the globe quickly because it that really work uh, that really works and also other um, on the other hand we also have uh seeing uh, different technologies for instance uh uh Uh, regarding the washing, the way that we wash trucks, we know already we all have been using bio dry, right, to disinfect, to clean our trucks. But the most important thing is what we do before and after we wash. Lately, several systems are using environmental, uh, tests. Right, so collecting mm-hmm. samples, environmental sampling. So then we collect samples before, after, many afterwards that we disinfect the truck. We do the job to make sure the truck is really clean. Uh, some system you out that. Some system you do in all of those procedures to make sure. And the same environmental um, sampling is coming uh, also to the feed mills, to the feed mills to understand if you are clean or maybe those in at least in those uh, risky areas where you have a people movement, uh, so on. And also in the surrounds of the farm. So when you break, for instance, with uh, a disease in, uh, in, in your neighbor breaks with uh, one of these diseases, easily you can always do the environmental sampling in, in the surrounds of your farm to make sure how close uh, you can and those uh, pathogens can be, right? So then you can have those uh, preventive measures to avoid that those pathogens get inside of your farm.
0: We know biosecurity comes with a price tag. What can producers expect to invest in a complete program?
1: Yeah, so that's always will be a, a, a discussion, a forever discussion, let's say like that, because we know uh, from the business side, we always want to understand what's the return on investment in, in biosecurity. But uh, actually, from the perspective, uh, from the production perspective, we could say that uh, is a very difficult number to get because uh, we never know, for instance, how many breaks We could have avoided after we implemented the biosecurity system. We never know. So uh, that's why it's so difficult for us to calculate those losses. On the other hand, uh, when we implement the biosecurity system, and then we know the cost, we know the investment that we have done in there, but we still break with the disease, then that losses. You, yeah. ne- you never help you to understand your return investment and mainly understanding that uh, if you had a failure in your biosecurity system, you must keep improving. So we still uh, need to keep investing on that until you get the point to protect um, consistently your, your, your system.
0: Thank you so much for joining us today. My pleasure, there.